blessing to worship. Hallelujah. I hope you are blessed this morning. I hope you're warm. I, I hope you are safe. I hope that you are putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our keeper, our way maker. Matter of fact, he's our everything. I agree with that song that there's nobody greater, absolutely nobody greater than our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to take a moment to uh, thank all of you that support the giving and the giving online. Thank you for allowing us to do what we do. We could not do ministry without your support. And you giving to God, trusting God, being faithful to him because you know he's faithful to you allows us to do what we do. Amen. We thank you for that. We are transitioning, and we are in sermon number five in this series. Amen. Sermon number five. I hope you've been uh, listening. I hope you've been, been getting it. Uh, you can go back on the tracks and pull it up at New Missions Facebook if you have missed any, so that you can see where we're going, that you can see where we have come from. So today, hopefully, you'll be able to see where we're going and hear what the Lord is saying to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, again, to the praise team, thank you. I know you wanted to come, but it was safer for you to stay home. Amen. So we're glad that you stayed safe, but God, so he gave us a ram in the bush. So again, thank you, Brother Kenny, Reverend Kenny. Amen. We're going to get started, okay? We're going to get started. We are coming out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Chapter 13. Right now, we're having some technical difficulty. So you may not see the scriptures up on the screen. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and we are reading out of the Amplified, and we are looking at verse 12 and 13. Hallelujah. It reads as such in our hearing. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly a a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. That is Christ. That is when all this is wrapped up and we get our new bodies and we become like him, a new heaven and a new earth. When God has brought all this battle in conclusion and we are in the place of perfectness. That's where we're going. Then we will understand. Then we will see. Then it will be perfect. Then we will be perfect because we've been changed and transformed to be just like Christ. Amen. He says, he says, now I know in part just a fragment. We only see a little bit. We don't see everything. We don't understand everything. Some people don't see anything. But if we see even, no matter how spiritual you are, you only see in part. We are in a battle between two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. Amen? He said, but then I will know fully. He said, then there will be no battle. Then I won't be tossed in between. Then we everything will be perfect. Hallelujah. Just as I have fully been known by God. Now, these three, hallelujah, faith, that's abiding trust in God and his promises. Hope, having a confident expectation, as I was saying last week, you got to have an expectation. You, you got some promises on the table, not just for heaven, but there ought to be, like David said, he said, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. There's some promises I got right now that I'm waiting on God to fulfill. I don't know what he's going to do, it, but what keeps me is that I know I have an expectation because God can't lie. Hallelujah. Then he says, in love. What? Love, relationship, knowing that you are 
accepted, that you are God's beloved, that you are God's child, that he chose you, he picked you out. Matter of fact, that you are walking in him and you are full of his love and surrounded by his love. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, touch even now. The subject matter or the question I want to deal with is how do we know we are walking in right relationship with Christ? That is so important because, because in Matthew chapter 7, as we read a few weeks ago, in verse 21, there was those who said, Lord, we did works in your name. We prophesied in your name. Lord, we did other things in there. And the Lord requests, and it's a, it's a picture of the future of those who was apparently in church doing the things of church, actually doing the work of the church, but they was not the church. <laughs> Matter of fact, he says to them, he says, he says, I never knew you which means you never was mine. You never accepted me. You never let me in. That there was never a relationship between me and you. So, so it bears the question, is, is it possible to be preaching? Is it possible to be a deacon, a usher? Is it possible to sing in the choir? Is it possible to be in the church, the physical building with membership of a local church and not really know him. Apparently it is. Apparently you, you can do all church stuff. You can do religion and not know the Lord Jesus Christ. That breaks my heart and, and, and it's, it's a little bit scary if, 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 if we don't know him for sure, if we are not walking with him, because, because why do all this and go to hell? Why, 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 why be all this? Why, why do the works of the church and not really know him? My, my question this morning is, 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 how do we know? How can we make sure? If my works don't get me in. If, if, if being just a good person don't get me in. Then how do I know that I'm in right relationship, right fellowship, right, 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 right with him so that, so that, so that I'm covered by the blood? How I know I'm covered? How I know I got the spirit of God in me? Because without being born again, what God has placed in us, his spirit, which is his character, we're not going to see heaven. Religion don't get you in. God is looking for the divine seed of himself in you and I, which is evidence that we have accepted Jesus Christ, accepted his death and his resurrection, and based on the finished work of Jesus, we are saved. He's our atonement. He, he's our kinsman redeemer. He's the one who paid the price. He's the one who took the judgment for our sins. And when you accept him as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit reborn, born again your spirit, that his divine nature is in you. Hallelujah. Listen, you can't fake that. Hallelujah. You can't fake that. Now, now, you can act like you know him. But inwardly, God knows whether you are his or not. Today, I just want to make sure that we are assured in our salvation. That is not about your works. It's not about being perfect because none of us is good enough. But, but I want you to know that you've been bought with a price. Yes, huh? Not the price of silver and gold, but by the blood, the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And it covers your past, present, and future. Listen, it's dependency on him. It's faith in him. It's walking with him. Let's, let's 
get into our text. Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 says this. <coughs> Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep clothing. Listen, he said, pretending, pretending, but inwardly, listen, not outwardly. Listen, it says outwardly they look right, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruit. Hold on now. What does this fruit, because what it's saying is the way you know other people, the way you know whether you are saved is that you must bear fruit. Yes, sir. So our, 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 our determination of this fruit gives us a clue of whether we're walking with Jesus. Y'all with me? Y'all understand? Apparently, this fruit is not works. Because remember the people in, going down in the verse, they, they had works, but they didn't know him. Yeah. So, so if I take this, 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 this scripture, my, my, my first thought is, okay, what fruit are you talking about, Lord? If you're not talking about great works, if, if, the, if the church of Corinth was doing great things, and you said, if I give my body to be burnt, if I talk and I have in tongues and I got great gifts and I can prophesy, and you're wiping all this off the table, so Lord, what are you looking for? Let me answer the question. That question is, he said, are you full of me? And if you're full of me, the fruit that you should have should be the fruit of the Spirit. I keep on telling folks, I say, don't think that a person, just because they gifted, they're mature. Amen. A lot of times we promote great gift and great, great talent over character. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we like to be seen. Let somebody be able to sing and sing you up under the pews. And many times we think they're spiritual. Don't have to be. It just means be gifted. They may be talented. Listen, what, what it, the fruit that he's talking about is do they walk in love? Do, do they express love? The motive of our heart, the, the motives. That's why he says when everything is wrapped up, when, when everything else is done away with, when, when you don't need the other things for battle anymore, when we all come together, the, the greatest of all things is love, which tells me if it's the greatest then, it's the greatest now. It tells me that, that, that I need to check my motive behind what I do because if I'm not motivated by the love of Christ in what I do, then, then, then though other people may be blessed by other people, they may, may, may be encouraged by it, but the law says because your motive was wrong, it's off the table. Doesn't matter. Can, can I tell you that God is a fruit inspector? Yes, sir. <laughs> And the fruit that he checks is why we do what we do with the motive that we do it with. Because you may be able to fool everybody else, but you can't fool God. Can't fool God. Listen, listen to his warning. He says, a, a, he says every good tree bears good fruit. Y'all see that? He says, he says, a bad tree bears bad fruit. He says, bottom line is, you're going to be, you're going to act out of what's in you. Whatever is in your heart is going to come out. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Which means that, 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 that if you don't have the love of Jesus in you, you can't give the love of Jesus. You can't give what you don't have. Amen. Listen, you can't get orange juice from a rock. <laughs> uh, you can squeeze that rock all day long, Amen. but it doesn't have the capacity 
to give forth orange juice. Listen, we all are working with capacity. Whatever you are full of will be the very thing that comes out of you. So, so watch this. So, watch this. So, so, so I'm able then, you are able then to check our own heart to see what spirit we're flowing out of. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, it, we, we know why we're doing what we're doing. And that the motive, the, the motivator behind why we do what we do ain't love, then we need to check ourselves. We need to go back and get right with the law. Apparently there's a disconnect between us and God. Hallelujah. What's this? What's this? Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 10. It says, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Not in ourselves, not in our works, not in our abilities, but it is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water. Hallelujah. That sends out its roots by the stream. He said that there should be a flowing of the Spirit of God in you and I when we put our confidence, our trust in Jesus Christ and his word, there's a supernatural flow that keeps you. Listen, you can't be a Christian by your natural means. When Adam fell, his spirit died. That's why you must be born again. Reconnect. I said this before. I'm going to say it again. We were originally made in God's image. But when Adam and Eve sinned, their spiritual image died. God said, the day that you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. Now, we still have God's characteristics. Which means that we're creative, we can do, we can build, we think, we can have limited level of relationship, but we no longer have his character. The, The Galatians talk about the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, meekness, gentleness. All those are his character. That's the character of God. In every believer, there should be a flowing of that character. There ought to be evidence in your life. Ought to be flowing through you. If you're not flowing in that, then there's a there's a there's a there's a something pinching the line. You either don't know him or you letting unforgiveness or something else to pinch the flow of the spirit. Important. Why is this so important? I want you to know that you're saved. I want you to be confident in your salvation. Not based on how good you are, but based on that most of the time there is a flowing of the character, the evidence of Jesus, the person of Jesus in your life. Not based on what you do, but based on who he has made you to be. Hallelujah. There's a supernatural connection between us and God. And when God has really come into your life, he changes some things. You just can't do what you used to do. And as you grow, you become more like his character. Fruit. 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 Well, listen, and what allows that to happen is our faith in him, our, our expectation, our hope in him and his word, and the fact that we know we're loved by him. Notice what I just said. Everything points towards Christ. He's the sum total of everything. He is that which we are, are, are getting the life source, the life flow from. Without him, we can do nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just, we just can do nothing. Galatians 5, 17, 
22 and 25. It says, the flesh lusts against the spirit. Capital S. He said, he said, the old natural man. It is opposed. It is against the spirit of God. You know, uh, let, let me just go. I'm just going to touch on this a little bit. If you are a Christian, that's why the Bible says, don't marry a non-Christian. Why? Because a non-Christian can't flow in the spirit. And their normal nature will be opposed to you flowing in the spirit. Can, can I go a little bit deeper? Since I got my toes in it, I might as well place my foot in it. If two Christians are in unequally yoked, it will cause friction. Because a, a, a baby Christian or a Christian that's not growing don't want to flow in the spirit of God. They would still have the attitude of the world. Yes. And if you're walking in the spirit and walking in the character of Christ, they won't like you so much. Amen. <laughs> uh, it would call division. Yes, it will. Hallelujah. See, some of y'all been wondering why you're disliked. Maybe you too much like Christ. Oh, it divides families. It divides marriages. But, but if you all know you're walking in the fruit of the Spirit, keep on walking. Keep on loving. Keep on serving God. Because he's the one who made you. He sacrificed his everything for you. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen to John chapter 15, verse 5 and 4. It says, dwell in me, and I will dwell in you. That's supernatural. He said, through my spirit, I dwell in you now. If you have accepted me, I will actually come and make my boat in you. So it's not you trying to be me. Is you allowing me to be me through you? Yeah. Uh, let me say that again. It's allowing Christ to be Christ in you. So that when someone meets you, they see little Christ in you and through you. Yeah. It, it is not you trying to do something. It's allowing him to do it through you. That's why as Christians, you ought to have the can't help it. Y'all don't hear me. You ought to have to can't help it. Though you, you, they don't treat you right, you can't help but be good to them. Yeah. And though they got an attitude, you can't help but still pray for them. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't walk in, in, in revenge because you've been forgiven. The Spirit of God will make you forgive folks that you feel like don't deserve it. But wait a minute, I didn't deserve it. Yeah. I didn't deserve forgiveness. Yeah. But his love, his, his grace, his, his, his mercy captured me. And when I think about how God looked past my faults and saw my knee, it makes me humble myself under his mighty hands and say, Lord, help me to forgive them. You know, he's either real or he's not real to us. And the evidence of him being real is that he shows up in and through our lives through the Holy Spirit. Yes, you know, how can I say this? You can be fussing while, while, while doing something to bless somebody. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I'm going to make some food anyway. I don't know why I'm going to do it. But I know they don't deserve it. You you fussing with the Spirit. The Spirit said, go ahead and bless them. Go ahead. Go ahead and do it anyway. Go ahead and, and, and don't do it. Now, y'all know what? Some of y'all shaking y'all heads. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm learning to do? Not fuss. Just say yes, Lord. Yeah. One of the things that blocks the flow of the Spirit in our life is that we're not willing to say yes, Lord. Some of us, and I'm still working on me. God is still breaking me. You can be too strong for your own good. Amen. You're too strong when you're fighting with God. You're too strong when you're saying no to the Spirit. You're too strong for your own good. Hey, hey, I, I 
I'd rather be right with God. Hallelujah. And, 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 and be wrong with the world. I'd rather be right with him. There's a peace when you're right with him. There's a joy when you're right with him. God will give you peace when all hell is going on around you. Hallelujah. You know, I'd rather be wrong with everybody else and stand right with God because God will fight your battles. Oh, yes, he will. He will step in. He will show up. He will show up. Oh, tell wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, why are you going to fight this battle? Matter of fact, it's not even your battle to fight. It's God's battle to fight. You just be who you are in Christ and watch God. Sooner or later, work it out. He's faithful. He's faithful. Oh, our God is so faithful. Let's, let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. Why would he say? He says, he says, he says, for, he says, for you cannot bear fruit unless you abide in me. What he's saying is, what I have fallen through you is supernatural. You cannot do this of yourself. Are in yourself. Amen. That's why some of us are so frustrated. That's why some of us is so no peace, no joy. Why? Because you ought to be flowing in Him, in union with Him, but because you are stubborn in yourself, the flow of His presence can't flow to you. And if it don't flow to you, it won't flow through you. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God, God is in the fruit bearing business. That's, that's when your, your life is a testimony. That's when, that's when God uses you to bless other people. You know, you know there, there's a poem that says, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. The story is Gandhi used to read the Bible. And someone asked him, said, well, what you think about Christ? He said, I love your Christ. But he says, but, but when I look up and see your, your Christians, I don't like your Christians. You know what he was saying? He says, he says, the Christ that I read, he's awesome. He's God. But I don't see the translation, the transformation to those who say that they are his. So he rejected Christianity. Who are you affecting in a bad way because you insist on being you? Who are we Messing up our witness of Christ because we want to do things and we're saying no to him. You know, I realize that in my Christian walk, it, it bears down to just the, just the two things. Me saying yes or me saying no. I, I know we want to make it hard. I know you're saying, but, but wait a minute. I, 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 know, I know we want to bring a whole lot of other things into it. But the question really is, is do you trust him? Do you have an expectation on the table? That's hope. Do, do you love him? You know, we can make a whole lot of excuses. But wait a minute. When, when, I, when I'm in debate, God always take me to the cross and tell me, Tracy, but I died for you. I gave my all to you. Yeah. When you was out there crazy as you could be, I came and snatched you. When you didn't even want to come to me, I showed up. I came and I found you. And I, and I spoke to you and I showed you my goodness. My fact, I protected you from you. Hallelujah. 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 I never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on my side. And many of you, you never would have made it. God's been too good for, to you. God 
stepped in for you. God made a way out of no way for you. You would have lost your mind if it had not been for his grace, his mercy, and his love. Hallelujah. He says, he said, there's three things that you got to keep holding on to. And if you hold on to them, they will hold on to you. Listen, there, there's no doubt that God, if, you're, if you are a saint, there, there's no doubt that he's holding on to you. But is the flow coming? Is, 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 there, is, there, a, is there a flowing out of his spirit into your spirit through your life? Is there evidence that he's in control? Colossians, 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 Colossians. Where you at, Colossians? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Colossians. Well, I may not read it because I cannot find it. Hallelujah. But that's okay. Here we go. Here we go. It's Colossians. I think it's chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. It says, Close yourself, therefore, as God's unchosen one. He own pick representative. You're his pick representative, which means that you are not your own. Notice what it says. He says, close yourself. He says that, 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 that there is a degree of, of us saying, yes, Lord, that I close myself with you. It starts with, yes, Lord. <laughs> the moment we say, no, Lord, the old nature is in control. Yeah. And there's, you know, have you ever went to water your garden, water your yard, and you turn the water on, and you go to the nozzle, and water is not coming from the hose? You know that you turned it on, at the source, but it's not coming out of the nozzle. Yeah. What happens is you begin to check the line to see if there is a clinch in the line or see if there's a hole in the line because something is stopping the flow of the water. <laughs> I got a question. Is something stopping the flow? Is, is that a clear flow or is it drips? Because when you connected to him, when, when you in fellowship with him, when you walk in with him, yeah. there will be a flow of the spirit through you. Hold on now, hold on, hold on now, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me make this clear. And people on the outside shouldn't be able to stop the flow on the inside. Yeah. When we got things in proper perspective, and he is more important than anybody else. It really doesn't matter what anybody else does, that there's a flow of him flowing through us. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's hard. But that's what prayer is all about. That's what getting on your knees and saying, Lord, help me. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, be all that you can be to me. Lord, Lord, I need you. Lord, I can't do this without you. That means that this gets for real. Lord, I don't want to. But because you say so, look at Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane when he knows he's going to be separated from his father. It wasn't the horrors of the cross that he was afraid of. He said, we've never been separated. We've been together forever. So now you asking me to become sin? Me who don't know no sin? Me who created everything and created all them? You want me to be separated from your mercy? Hallelujah. He said, not my will, but your will be done. He said, I really don't want to. But if this is what the Godhead has came up with, and even me and my flesh, I say, yes, Lord. What is it that God is telling you? That God wants to hear you say, yes, Lord. Sometimes, can, can I be honest with you? Until you say, till he hear yes, you won't hear nothing else. Amen. Oh, God, 
will be get quiet on you. Oh, yes, he will. You know why he'll get quiet on you? Because he knows what your answer is going to be. Why would he talk to you when you're in open disobedience to him? Some of us is in time out, and we don't even know it. <laughs> oh, Lord, how I know? I've been there before. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't like time out. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. We, we, we need to understand that, that even when we get to heaven, that there is such a thing as the judgment seat of Christ. I talked about it a little bit. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. And what it talks about is that we are building on a foundation, a foundation that has already been laid. That's Jesus. But we all are building on top of the foundation of Jesus. He said, but, and, there, and there's the six things that you can build it with. Gold, silver, precious stones, Wood, <laughs> hay, stubble, stubble is dust. He said, each, everything we do for the Lord will be tested. Now listen, not us tested by the fire. We're already saved. If you're at the judgment seat of Christ, you're saved. Yeah. If you're at the white throne judgment, you already rejected him. So therefore, you're going to be cast away from him. That's really what hell is. You don't want me. I can't make you want me. So therefore, go where there is a lack of my mercy and who I am. Because you have already made up your mind. You don't want no part of me. And I'm not going to make you have part of me forever. Yeah. So therefore, you go where you wanted to go, where there was no, there's no, there's the absence of my character. There's an absence of my mercy. You know, he, God is always omnipresent because David said, if I make my bed in hell, that are there. But his mercy yeah. is withdrawn uh -huh. from hell. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I need all his mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. His mercy is good all the yeah. time. Let me go back. He said, he said, he said, he says, he says, he says in this text, he said, that your work will pass through the fire. He said, and he says, what sort are from what motive? From what motive the fire will burn? But he said, but you will be saved. I don't know about you. I want all the blessings I can get when I get to heaven. Therefore, I, I'm trying to make sure. That my love is right. That my character is right. Not perfect, but I know how to get back in order. I know how to get back in line. Why? For number one, I love him. See, I think that, I really do think that the more God saves you from, the more you fall in love with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody don't hear me. The more, the more hell you got caught up in. And God had to come deliver you. When he delivers you, the more you love him. See, see, those of us who don't think they did much bad, and you say, uh, uh, sometimes if you don't recognize what he saved you from, you don't love him much. Jesus said it to Simon, he said, Simon, Simon, which one will love the master most? And Simon said, I guess the one that was forgiven the most. He said, you're correct. He said, Simon, you, 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 you don't think much of me. But she, look at her. She, she's wiping my hair my feet with her hair. She's anointing me with her tears. She's crying because I'm her savior. I don't know about you, but God brought me out of my mess. Hallelujah. Can't help but love him. But I also fear him. He's a mighty God. He's an awesome God. He's real. He's real. He's real. Hallelujah. So, so my brother and sister, it behooves us to, to say yes to him and let the flow of the Spirit flow through you. There's blessings in being obedient. 
There's blessings in saying yeah. He, he lets you get close as you want to get. My question is, how close do you want to get? How, how close do you want to get to your Savior? I, I'm learning. It's all about him. Yeah. Hallelujah. And when you make it all about him, he'll walk you through the ups and downs of life. He'll, he'll make a way out of nowhere. He will order your steps. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Second Corinthians chapter 5. I think somewhere in like verse 14, it says, he said, the love of Christ, it will prompt you. It will restrain you. It will pull you. That, that, that when you have given yourself to God, God will begin to pull on you. He will begin to push you. He will begin to stop you. It's almost like he's pulling you sometimes. He's, he's, he's pushing you sometimes. He's stopping you sometimes. Why? Because he wants to order your steps. When you have told him that you want to live for him, God will set you up to be used for his glory. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. Would you willing to say yes? One of the prayers that I pray is this. Lord, use me to your glory. Show me what you want me to do today. Lord, help me not lean unto my own understanding. But Lord, in all of my ways, I surrender. I submit. So today, Lord, it's not about me. It's about you. Yes, Lord. When you do that, expect God to show up and use you as a blessing to other people. Expect God to interrupt your day with stuff you've never seen before. Expect God to pour you out so that the love of Jesus will come forth through your life. When you mean it, God will start bringing folks your way so that you can show them love. Hey, it's about showing love. That's what you're here for. That's what it's about. That God said, can I use you? Can I count on you? Are you available? Do I have access to you? That's why I made you. Listen, you are not your own. You're his. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says that we have been, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that we have been engrafted into Christ, that his life is now flowing through us. We are his ambassadors. We are his witnesses. So the world may know that he is real. I think one of the problems is too many of us as Christians have made earth our home. <laughs> we, we, watch out, watch out. We, we have pitched our tent and we're no longer looking at Jesus. We're trying to make earth heaven. He says, he says, he says, that you ought to be heavenly minded, which means that you recognize that, that you got a purpose, you got service, and that this is not home. Amen. That while you're down here, he wants to use you for his glory. Yeah. There, there used to be a, a song that says, I'm sending up timbers. <laughs> now, hold on. Not for my salvation, but according to, to, to Corinthians, we're talking about the judgment of sin of Christ, that for every work we do down here, that's out of love. That's for his name's sake. That's about his glory. There's a reward up in heaven. I remember the, the baritone singer that used to go with Billy Graham. He, he was, he was story reports that he was dying. He, he was sick. He didn't have that many days left. And it's reported that, that he had a dream 
one night. More like a, ver a vision. And, and they said that, that, that someone asked him, what did you see? He said, I was walking with Jesus in heaven. And there was this house that was full of presents pouring out the door and, and all of that. And he said, Lord, what is that? He said, and the Lord said, go over there and see. And he said that he went over and picked up a, a box, a, a, a gift, rock, gift box, and it had his name on it. He picked up another one, and it had his name on it. Yes, sir. He began to notice that all of them had his name. He said, Lord, what is this? He said, those are all the things, the gifts I had for you. But you did not pursue me enough. You did not believe me enough to get what I had for you me, Lord. while living on earth. Mm. Many of us are looking at this instead of looking at him. Yes, sir. We're looking at other folks and what they think instead of looking at him. Yeah. We're trying to, to find what only he can give in something other than him. That's idols. That's idols. Listen, listen, listen. If, if Christ in 2 Corinthians 5.21, if he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we can become the righteousness of Christ in God, if he went that far that he gave his all to give us life, won't he give us everything else if we give him our lives? Yes, he will. Well, you know, you know I, I hate to say this. I, I was in a counseling session one time, and this young lady said that God said to her, he said, you don't trust my heart towards you, do you? Most of us live as though we don't trust him. We don't trust his love. We, we don't trust him leading our life. We, we are still controlling the steering wheel because we don't trust him. We think that he brought bad into our life. Listen, you're living in a fallen world with fallen people, with a fallen devil, and people have free will. So bad things are going to happen, even to good people. But I declare that God will heal you. God will keep you. God will never make you sin. He will show you his goodness in the midst of all this mess. God is still good. He was so for his loving care and mercy to you. David said that his loving mercy is better than life itself. Yeah. Now that I know him, now that I trust him, the closer I get, the better he is. Yeah. I, I think that the problem is, it's not him aloof from us. It's us aloof from him. I'm trying to push everything out the way and just see how good he is. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, he like lays potato to. He better, you just can't, you just can't have one. Matter of fact, he says, taste yes, sir. and experience for yourself how good I am. Quit. Matter of fact, he says, test me. Try me yeah. and see if I won't do what I said I'm going to do. Won't, 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 won't I be good to you? Won't, won't I show up? Yes. Won't, won't, won't I work it out? Hey, 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 there's nobody that has laid me on my life and came back running. With him, yeah. he's just that good. Yes. Oh, not just sometimes. Situations will change. People will change. But God will never let you down. Now, in fact, in Hebrews chapter 13, out of Amplified, he said, I will never, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never let you down. I will never let go of you. I will never relax my grip on you. He said, I, you have a reason to have confidence in me. You have a reason to be bold and trust in me because I will do exactly what I said I would do. Yes, he will. The question is, will we say yes? 
in the struggle, in the storm, in the pain, still comes down to one thing. Lord, help me to say yes to you even when it hurts. Even when it's not convenient. Because Lord, I've come to realize that above everything else, what I need is you. Yes, Lord. I'm learning that when we come to the place that we recognize that what we really need is him, it's not so hard to say yes. Amen. It's how we see him. It's how we relate to him. It's how we walk with him. Would you say a word of prayer with me? Let's come together. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, ask him into your life. Ask him to come in. Heavenly Father, even now as we come, somebody has heard this message and you are speaking to their hearts. For some, Lord, it's that they need to accept you as their Lord and Savior. They need to believe that you died, that you rose again. And they've been living life by their own means. And it hasn't worked out. And it's not going to work out. Today, Lord, open up their heart and hear them as they cry out to you. And allow your presence to fall on them. Lord, your peace. Lord, your joy. Lord, your presence then all of us, Lord, at some point, we wrestle with saying yes. We toil with just trusting you. Lord, we, there's a lot of things that get in the way. Today, Lord, help us with say yes. Help us to trust you more so that we can see you more experience you more, walk with you more, so that the spirit of your character, of your love, of your peace, your joy, your gentleness, your self-control, Lord, your patience, your forbearance will flow through us and out to others. Lord, forgive us for when we have said no. Today, Lord, take control. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. There's a number where it's not going to come up, but there's a number that we've been showing, 513. I think it's 551. 400. 5131. Thank you for your help, okay? 400, 5131. You call that number and someone will get back with you sooner or later. Amen. Love you. Thank you for joining us. We bless you. Stay safe. Walk with the Lord. Walk in his love. Walk in his character. Amen. What time we get?